0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm Darwin, your host for today's episode, and I am with Steve Rex, CEO of Play Lab. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm wonderful, Darwin. Thank you for having me as a guest today. Thank you as well for accepting our invite. So, by the way, Steve, could you please tell us a little bit more um, background of yourself? At least we will know you better.
1: Yeah, sure. I've been uh, in business now for. Three and a half decades, 57 years young, but uh, oh. during those years, I've um, started seven companies of my own, including Playlab. Uh-huh. I've consulted and uh, coached um, north of 50 other companies in their startup endeavors and how to scale their business. And um, uh, over the years, I've had the pleasure of uh, personally coaching over 300 different high performing individuals. I am single. I awesome. have two beautiful kids who are grown adults. One is in the golf industry and the other is in the uh, entertainment industry. She's an oh. executive for a TV show. So I got oh. two proud kids. And I live in Hawaii, what we call paradise. Oh, that's pretty
0: amazing. Um, right. right now, yeah. So by the way, I prepared some simple question here for you. At least we will know you better. So first question, could you please tell us
1: about the history and background of your business? Be happy to. 10 years ago, I started a company that then I called Imagine That. And it was all oh. about coaching other companies, how to use their imagination mm-hmm. to scale their businesses faster. Okay. About three years ago, we saw a huge need to address mental health in the workplace. And we rebranded our company to what you've introduced it to us today as Play Lab and our focus is helping companies to create happy playful humans in the workplace when you create happy playful humans in the workplace it's much easier to scale your business because people are far more engaged and willing to work for you exactly
0: i totally agree for that one because you know if ever that um you could um build connection um to your lead that could create a business as well. So, um, for the next question, how did you first get started in your industry?
1: Um, by accident. Um, you know, uh, seven companies later, none of them in the same industries. I started a mortgage company. I was the CEO of a publicly traded gold mining company. Um, worked in health and fitness. Have been in a lot of different industries. Uh, real estate. Uh-huh. Um, but the one common thing that led me to start this company was my love of people. And the realization that most of my day wasn't spent helping people do their jobs better. It was spent helping them find better ways to live happy lives. Because when I found that I invested in my people and they lived happy lives, doing their job better just came naturally. So it occurred to me that building a company that built better humans would make a better business.
0: Exactly. I totally agree for that one even here in our company. Yeah, um that was pretty important here. Um so yeah, um for the next question, can you walk us through through your overall business strategy?
1: Sure. Our business strategy is challenging because we recognize that many businesses do not take the same approach that I That's just tough. shared with you. Many businesses are driven by one thing, and that's bottom line profit. And they are so driven by bottom line profit, they have not taught their managers, their leaders, their C-suite, their upper management, how to detect when a human is having a mental health issue, or how to detect when a human is unengaged in the workplace. And so they really don't know how to address those things. And because they don't know how to address those things... Um, they just fire them and find someone else. So our business strategy is designed by using um, very playful events, interesting online games and tools that take very little time for businesses to test, to try out and yield generally speaking, very positive results very quickly. And we use those teasers, if you will, as, entry points into businesses. Now, some businesses just find us by way of referral. And generally the businesses that find us by way of referral are the businesses who are really driven by making sure they put their humans first. And you don't always find those, but when you do, they're easy to work with because they're already looking for a solution. But we put a heavy emphasis on giving away value and, um, you have to do that. When you say to people that play in the workplace will actually create more profit, there's a lot of people who just don't understand that. So they have to experience it before they're willing to pay for it. And that's kind of what we do. Oh, awesome. Actually, um, your um word
0: is totally amazing. And that is all correct. It's because, you know, I've been working into a company before. Um. um yeah, um, some of the company didn't check their employee, um, if ever, that they're having, you know, mental um, health problem, something like that. So that is too important, actually. And I totally agree with you. So yeah, for the next question, how have you adopted the changes in your industry over the years?
1: Well, we haven't adopted the changes in our industry. We're creating the industry. The truth is, is there's no one else in the world doing things the way we are as expansively as we are. We've met small solopreneurs, people who are individuals who are practicing these things in their coaching, but no corporation that is actively going to companies saying, teach your people how to play. It will open the gateway to better performance, which will open the gateway to more profitability. So um, we've not adopted anything, we've kind of led the way, so Ooh. people are now starting to adopt what we do exactly.
0: So, yeah, um, that has totally been amazing, and also, yeah, um, I think you're unique, and that's the thing, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for the next question, can you share any um specific tactics or tools that you have been particularly effective in growing your
1: business? Yeah, we do a lot of um free okay. online workshops through social media, particularly LinkedIn. Exactly. We do um paid events that are um half day or multi-day, half day events. Um, And then we do something we love called sandbox sessions, where we invite people into the sandbox of creativity. And when they come into the sandbox of creativity, it often allows us the opportunity to illustrate for businesses many, many ways to look at the challenges they face other than the ways they're facing them by applying principles of play. So if a company has conflict issues and 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 co-workers are not getting along they're just not getting along Creates a lot of arguments well we'll put all those people in a room together and give them each a puppet and have their puppets talk things out and you'd be amazed how quickly people using puppets become friends with each other because now they're in a state of laughter and play and whatever they were angry about they forget sometimes companies are looking for innovation So we'll put people in a room and we'll start an improvisational story. And I'll talk for 20 seconds and say, once upon a time, company X was needing to create a new invention and blah, 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 blah. And I'll stop at 20 seconds and I'll hand the mic to someone else and they'll start talking. And by talking from a place of improvisation, we access our imagination By Mm -hmm. accessing our imagination, we come up with ideas we might not come up with when one man is standing at the front of the room saying, let's put ideas on the whiteboard. By playing, those ideas come to us more naturally than by sitting like in a classroom. And um, that's just two examples of many, many ways um, that we use methods that create results very quickly. Wow.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I mean,
1: my favorite way is having people write a children's story uh about what the next five years of their business look like, and then they have to read that children's story to a bunch of five- and six-year-olds and see if the five- and six-year-olds get it. And if they get it, then they take it back to the boardroom, and you'd be surprised how it changes the future vision of companies. Wow.
0: Actually, I really like your idea. Yeah, <laughs> I I really like your idea, and especially you. yeah. I really um actually I just thinking that you are totally correct. Yeah, it's because you know I already been um encountered that specific um uh, um yeah you know um thing that you already been mentioned earlier. So I just realized that you're right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, for, so regardless... Your CEO Lucas listens to this podcast and maybe we'll even come in and help your company. <laughs> exactly. And
0: this is the main reason why why we do this. So yeah, we are gonna um apply this thing that you mentioned. So yeah, I um and also um Lucas r- will really love this. I yeah, That's I great. promise. I look forward
1: so, to maybe It'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. So for the um sex question. Um. Can you talk about any challenges or obstacles that you've been faced in your business and overcome them? And how
1: did you overcome them rather? Well, um, we face a lot of obstacles in our exactly. business. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, the biggest one is when we tell people, that we want to solve mental health. Most mm-hmm. businesses aren't even in the business of solving mental health. Mm-hmm. So trying to connect them with the idea that when people think better, they feel better. And when they feel better, they perform better. Exactly. We solve that is goes back to what I said before. We give them um, bite-sized samples of what we do. And the other thing is teaching people that work and play are not opposites fact is, the opposite of play is resistant. Because when I'm in a playful state, I have access to my imagination. I have perfect self-expression. I feel safe with the people around me. I feel a pure motivation for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, I feel an un- an endless supply of energy. So why wouldn't we want our workers to feel those five things? And the magic is, is no two workplaces are the same. So turning workplaces into metaphoric playgrounds is our biggest challenge. But when we do, companies always see profits go up, attrition go down, conflict resolution happen quicker, collaboration happen more frequently, and the list goes on.
0: Wow, you're really good in this industry. I can feel it. Thank you. Yeah, I,
1: spent I, I 10 can years feel practicing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can feel it actually. Yeah, and I really love your words. <laughs> so yeah, um, Thank since you. you mentioned um about matrix, um, can you speak any um uh, matrix or KPIs you use to measure the success of your business? Yeah, I think that's a really
1: great question. And so what we do is is we start by measuring openness. Or psychological safety is the term that human resources use, meaning we start with businesses from the bottom up, not from the top down, because the C-suite, the leaders of the company are often so driven by what's the end goals of the company that they're not in touch with the day-to-day challenges of the people who are charged with creating those end goals. So by a bottom-up approach, one of the first things we do is through games, surveys, puzzles, adventures, all built and delivered through a mobile app, we begin to ask questions of how open is the workplace? Like if some workplace had opinions about their business, they'll never give it because they're afraid they'll lose their job. So the first thing we measure is openness, because if you really want to know how people are doing, you gotta be safe to share the truth. That's one of the KPIs, key performance indicator. Another key performance indicator is emotional intelligence because business has feeling and feeling is delivered to the customer. And if a business has a whole bunch of uptight workers, then customers are gonna feel short um, answers, uninterested, like people are just move them through the line kind of thing instead of taking interest. So we do something called the play lab pulse, which every day for 30 straight days, we ask every employee to use the one word that best describes how they feel in the workplace. And you'd be surprised the kind of adjectives we get. And then we spit that out in a word cloud. So the leadership actually gets to see the most predominant energy in the workplace. And much of it is confused, disoriented, undervalued, angry, anxious. And when companies begin to understand that, then they have a chance to ask, why do my employees feel that way? So our first two KPIs are all about getting honest answers and then listening to what the emotional intelligence tells us about that. Because the truth is, is thought creates action but those thoughts have to drive through emotion. And if the emotion is high energy, if it's, I feel good, I feel valued, I feel inspired, I feel you know energized, then you're gonna have a high group of employee engagement. If it's those aforementioned words, you're gonna have low engagement, you're gonna have people leave. And most companies have no way to measure that. So those are some of the early KPIs we do. And then uh, as things advance, we get into more advanced things as well oh wow and i feel inspired on your words actually
0: you're really good man you're really good thanks i I know i've been
1: working for a while (laughs) Uh, you know you can't be in an industry that's Uh so uncommon and be average you have to be excellent one of the things we do is we put each employee through a play personality game because all of us have different playful spirits some are collectors some are builders some are directors some are explorers jokers storytellers for me my two favorite ways to play are storytelling and that's all i'm uh-huh. doing now the exactly. picture and my second favorite way is exploring i love to experiment wow. with new things when people understand their play personalities then you match their play personality to their job description, so their work feels like play, and that creates a much more productive human. Whoa. like
0: I couldn't say a word, but what I could just um yeah say to you right now is that you're really good, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you're so really good. I appreciate the compliments and um, yeah and. The only thing I ask is if I'm really good and you really believe it, then you really spread the word because people need Uh to know that work can be fun. You asked me earlier what I'm doing. I said, well, I'm here with you working, but it doesn't feel like work to me because I love what I do.
0: Yeah. And right now I wasn't feel nervous.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to you. See how that's changed for you. Yeah. It changed changed a lot. And that's the reason why what energy makes us feel safe.
0: Wow. And now I realize it. And thanks to you, um, Steve. So yeah, let's proceed to the eighth question. Yeah. How do you stay up to date with the latest trend and development in your industry?
1: Well, I kind of put that right next to the question about how do we adopt to new things. I think we're creating the latest trends, but I will tell you that one of the things we're carefully looking at is artificial intelligence, virtual and augmented reality, and the metaverse. All those things right now are not used for play and productivity in the workplace. So we're beginning to study and work with outside focus groups about how we can literally bring pe- people together virtually and show them how playfulness creates productivity. And I think probably by late 2024, as I mentioned, we have a mobile app now we use for some of this stuff, but by late 2024, early 2025 at the latest, we should be bringing some technology together that will literally revolutionize how to support the human being healthy, mm-hmm. productive in the workplace. It will take very little time, create enormous results and, um, and really transform the human experience. I can't tell you how valuable be playful people are, mm-hmm. but at work, we're not about happy and playful. We're about get the job done, get it done on time, get it done the right way. And, and, and that doesn't make people com- comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, we got to get people back in their natural state of being. We are far more productive when we have playful energy than when we have energy of conforming. Uh-huh. You know, like fit me in a box and yet I'm a square, right? Put uh-huh. me underwater, but yet I have wings, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's uh, that's some of the stuff we're working on. Um, and yet I'll also tell you much of the stuff I shared, just like what I shared with you already. Most people say you are way ahead of the curve. Which I say that's okay. We're glad to create the curve because um we know we're this mm-hmm. industry and we're happy to do it until every business feels more like a playground, our work's not done.
0: Yeah. What I really love um about you, Steve, is that um what I realize on you or what we call this, or um you're not a bossy person, actually. Um you're um you have a feeling you concern, or you're what we call this, um, you have concern to those employees that you have been have about their feelings or what they do. It's because, yes, that's a very, very important thing. If ever that you work into a business, just something like this, it's because if ever that you're feeling good and then you could perform good as well. So, you know, um, there's an exchange for everything. So, yeah, there is. That's right.
1: I, and, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, everything has a cost. Yeah. And everything has a value. Yeah. And in our world, we try to make the value so high that the mm-hmm. cost feels invisible.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I totally agree for that one. And can you discuss any partnership or any co- collaboration you perform your form rather to help yeah. other business? Um to be, grow. be Happy to, to start with,
1: I'll tell you that while it's not done yet, yeah. we are eagerly working to create a partnership with the US Surgeon General mm-hmm. because the US Surgeon General came out with a report in October of 22 mm-hmm. saying that 74% of all Americans go to work with precursors like insomnia, agitation, lack of focus, restlessness you know, um, uh, high blood pressure, they go to work and they're not feeling well. 84% of that group of people said work is why they feel that way. So we're working with a surgeon general, they built five key points that we have built into our mobile app, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we did that specifically to align with them. We're currently working with a company called US Health One to make all our products available to all the industries that they serve because they know that while mental health is not something they can Mm insure, it's something that they should be able to provide value. So we're literally designing products for a relationship with them. And I'll tell you that there are three other brands that I'm just not at liberty to share with you yet. Mm-hmm. All global brands who are watching us very carefully and depending on how things go the next six months or so, likely in early 2024, we'll be announcing some major partnerships with those mm-hmm. brands as well to help make the workplace easier and more um mental health friendly for their employees. Well,
0: I hope that you'll be um, you know, collaborate or You'll be, become partner with Twist as well someday. Well,
1: it'll it'll happen whether it's them or others, people will get oh. it.
0: Yeah. Um, I know. Um, i am gonna introduce you to Lucas after this. You're pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, so for the final question, what is the greatest advice you can provide to those business owners who wanted to grow in the same industry
1: as you do? Well, I'd give this piece of advice to any business owner in any business industry. Business today is radically different than it's been for the last 40 years. And if a business owner can't identify the key reasons why, they need to figure that out right away. And then they need to begin to see human capital as investable. They have to ask themselves how many dollars are they putting into the well being of their people? Not simply the training to do a job well but Mm -hmm. the training to be a great human being. There are so many things today that challenge the human in life, Mm -hmm. not just in work, that if work were become the champion of the employee, they get an employee for life. If work were to say, we're going to measure success by the happiness of our employees, profit would follow. Mm -hmm. If we're going to measure our success by how playful we are, then productivity will follow. Exactly. Like, these are the things I would tell any business owner, no matter what industry they're in. And for those that are in this industry with me, um, they're hard to find, but I encourage you never give up because PlayLab is blazing a trail and it's not competition, it's collaboration. There can't be enough businesses doing what we're doing. So while there are a few today, um, none that are doing it as extensively as we are, that mm-hmm. at least I've found yet. Um, I would welcome a hundred doing it the way we are tomorrow because then we get to collaborate. And that's the big thing about business in the future. It's not how can I beat up my competition? It's how can I collaborate with them to create highly impactful workplaces, high value business propositions, and people who love what they do. Eighty percent of the workforce goes to work every day and hates their job or is disinterested in it. That came from the World Health Organization's global state of affairs on the workplace in April of this year. Eighty percent globally. Oh my God!
0: By the way, yeah, that's that, that's totally right.
1: Yeah, blue going to change it all.
0: Exactly. If you do something to your employee and then there's an exchange. So yeah, I totally agree for that one. And now, um, Steve, if anybody wants to connect or anyone thinking about working with you or partner, uh, partnering with you, what is the best place they can go or what is the be- best way to do that?
1: Yeah, a couple ways. They can find me on LinkedIn, Steve mm-hmm. Ricks. They'll find me with PlayLab. They can connect, send me a message. They can send me a direct email to hmm. Steve And lastly, I don't respond to phone numbers that I don't know, but I'll give my phone number here. And if they text me and say they found me on this show, uh-huh. then I'll gladly set up an appointment with them. And that's at 808-321-0729. And lastly, if they say, I just want to meet with you, I know I do, they can go to calendly.com forward slash sandbox session and set up an appointment with me.
0: All right. So guys, noted that. So guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you get any value for today's episode, we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast. If there is someone in myth, of growing their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them, and then take one thing that you learned today. Go out, implement it, execute, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear your wins. And above all, thanks for being here with us today. We really, really, really appreciate it a lot.
1: Oh, <laughs> and uh, we'll see give you. A, hand, a round of applause to Darwin for his first episode hosting. <laughs> did a great job. Great, great job, Darwin. Thank you, Steve.